0: about
1: anything else. We don't want to know.
0: We're dedicated here. to our favorite shows. Oh, my took it. Everybody loves your photo! Scary dog. Dancing yes, at Blurville. Futurama.
2: Good evening. You are listening to a Ratteligium Broadcasting premiere podcast TV party tonight. I'm your host, the Mandata Reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Ratteligium. And tonight, our favorite made-for-TV movie is Zombie Tidal Wave. Brought to you by the good people at the Sci-Fi Network and whatever other production company serves up this schlock. Schlock like Sharknado, Sharknado 2, Sharknado 3, and other Sharknado-type movies. Uh, joining me on this podcast tonight, first, this was actually his idea, so um, don't blame Canada, blame Jason Teasley. How are you doing, sir?
1: How can you blame me? And for once, I actually got billing over Robert. This yes. is a historic day. This is historic day in my my life. I have achieved. <laughs> I have achieved a plateau that will never be attained again.
2: Yeah, this is this is the only way you can guarantee that uh, you get top billing and first choice. You have to actually pitch the idea.
1: Fair enough.
2: <laughs> and joining us, as, as just mentioned, he was not his arm was not twisted, lest he try to convince you otherwise. He was not made to watch this. He invited himself. And we're all, and he's always welcomed. There, there's no issue there. But don't let him don't let him make you believe that he's under some sort of duress with this nonsense tonight. He came he came walking in here of his own volition to tell you why none of this works that way, ladies and gentlemen. Robert Winfrey, how you doing, sir?
3: Yeah. Um, again, I'm not claiming Mark's harassment on this one. They said, hey, we're doing this. Alexis wound up bowing out. I said, all right, fine. I'll be a third voice kind of thing. And here we are. I have <laughs> suffered, and I will discuss why everything in this movie is wrong. Because literally everything.
2: Now, Jason, you—you, you, <laughs> we can't wait to hear you tear this piece of schlock apart. Um, but we'll get we'll get to the main event later. Let me start with you, Jason. Now, now I did not have this on the schedule. I was not intending to co- start covering a slew of made-for-TV movie sci-fi network movies. But this is the second one this week. Now, the first one I was really excited about that was the Banana Splits because I knew that was going to be uh, just na- almost ninety minutes of nonsense. But then you jumped on the bandwagon and said, Mr. Mr. Radledge, sir, may I please have some more? And when you meant more, you meant zombie tidal wave. Why, oh why, were you so passionate about this project that you felt the need to discuss it with me on a Friday night, sir?
1: Well, in all honesty, um, you don't watch horror movies. So I figure, you know, a pansy like you may watch a sci-fi horror movie <laughs> to help me and Robert out. So, I pitched this idea. You was for it. Needless to say, so was my 12-year-old daughter, which because <laughs> she watched it with me. And I'm pretty sure that, if possible, she would be on this podcast tearing this movie up, along with Robert. But, <laughs> personally, I kind of thought it was the type of movie that us three, you know, I was actually counting on Alexa to join us but you know Robert stepped in so we get Mr Wizard instead of fun time so we got to do what we got to do <laughs>
2: instead
3: of fun none time of it, of it. Like, none of it works that way
2: none <laughs> of it instead of fun time alexis Hannah, we get mr wizard robert winfrey perfect
1: <laughs> yeah you <yeah. laughs> go. but i i seen this movie and it looked just so absolutely absolutely ridiculous I figured it would fit in mind of your wheelhouse, Mark. So I pitched the idea.
2: See, I I feel like I'm being mischaracterized. They're like, "Oh, you're will- not." I I feel like I am, and it's my podcast. Why? So allow me at least a few minutes to defend myself here. I get I get labeled as this pansy who won't watch horror movies. I've watched plenty of horror movies. I've seen all of the original Nightmare on Elm Streets. I've probably seen a few Friday the 13th over my time. I've seen uh you and I did a long road to ruin on the on the oh gosh, what was the um uh Robert what was the one where uh the, the one of the sequels I had know the, I'm
3: No no, the, I know I'm going to make you figure it out.
2: Oh, you fucking bastard. Um Unexpected Adventures. I don't remember the name of it. Paranormal activity? No, it wasn't that one I was referring to. It's the one oh. where they—it's the one where they def, where they some they somehow disrupt the future. So they no, they, oh, they cheat death is what it is, and so death is oh, trying um, to kill everybody.
1: Hold on, you weren't on Final Destination? Uh, yes, I was. Yeah, Final Destination. No, you weren't. Was you? I was on Final Destination. I don't remember you on it.
2: That was like me, Sean, and I think Jason. I don't think you were on it. I okay, I know I've seen those movies. Um, yeah. I know I I How many
3: I, how many of them have you seen?
2: I know I saw the ones where the logs come off the truck and the one girl gets burned in the suntan booth.
3: Okay, so you've seen the first two. You have not yet seen all five.
2: <laughs> Those are the ones I remember at least. Uh I I swore I was on that show.
3: But I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you were. I might be misremembering. That's entirely possible.
2: I know that uh Ben Cologne did a did a picture for us for that one and that it was me and you in some sort okay. of
3: okay then it was you then it was the two of us, so my mistake, I must I must be misremembering.
2: Yeah. Um I've seen a bunch of the Halloween movies, not any of the Rob Zombie ones, but I saw the new one, I've seen the old ones. Um we did do the Paranormal activity show way back when. So Where, uh...
3: which in fact confirmed you being a giant pansy. <laughs>
2: How is how do I get to be a pansy when I've sat and watched all these movies willingly so and was able to talk about them with a fair degree uh, of uh, insight? I don't I don't I think pansy's a mischaracterization
3: easily because for- you actually went because I, on that long road to ruin discussing Paranormal Activity you said uh, you know giant spider coming down the street fine I'll get my gun I'll take it on I'm hardcore door shuts behind me for no reason I'm out. <laughs>
2: again do, I, I frightened easily fair assessment pansy not the way I see it I'm just saying and I've seen a bunch of zombie movies 28 days after uh being one of them I've seen uh, not
3: even the right title
2: no yeah, it's 28 28 days 28 years t- 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 28 hours 29 hours 32 I'm not he- I am not helping you keep digging 45 67 hike um <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the Outbreak monkey zombie movie. Um, you know the one. Anyway. Well, there's
3: actually a movie called Outbreak that deals with a monkey bringing a disease to people. Stars Dustin Hoffman. Seen that one, too. Uh, Which is and, not a horror movie.
2: No, it is not. All right. The point of this is that I have seen plenty of zombie movies in my time. I don't particularly care for the genre. But I will say this, to, to Jason's point. I am a big B-movie slock fan. I love a good Roger Corman movie. I do enjoy the old drive-in feature, again, B, B, C, D movie, uh, creature feature schlock. So when he pitched me Zombie Tidal Wave, I'm like, this is, one, this is gonna be made for TV. This can't be that graphic. And two, this is, this is right in my wheelhouse. So, uh, I rather enjoyed this. Now. We're going to break this up. You're going to get three different perspectives on this movie. You're going to get Jason's perspective, who is a certified R fan. I want to see what he thinks of it. This was what he was passionate about. He wanted to talk about it. So he gets first go at this movie, what he liked, what he didn't like, you know, things that he wants to talk about. I'm going to give my perspective. And uh, I'm not sure where Jason falls. I thought he'd be super positive. Maybe he won't. I guess we'll find out in a moment. But I, I have... Some issues with craft. Not a perfect movie. Shut up, Robert. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, but but, but mostly, I'll be positive and I'll talk about the things that I like that were consistent with this kind of movie. And then um, Robert will go on an epic rant detailing all of the science, which is, of course, what you would watch this for, uh, that is wrong in the movie, and tell you uh, all of the terrible craft... Uh, that went into making this movie, uh, even though that's part of the charm of a B-schlock creature feature zombie movie. So I, you're going to get the good, the bad, and the ugly thing, with this.
3: Minor, minor point of rebuttal.
2: Oh, <laughs> the, the
3: the inherent charm that you are going for when you make a crappy movie is a real double-edged sword because if it doesn't achieve a degree of charm. It's
2: just the worst. I believe charm is also very subjective. Here, it's the worst. I feel like that's subjective, but no. let's... <laughs> but there, let's... Is a, there is a quantifiable scale. Oh, God. Okay. You, you, what you have between now and when you're up to show me this quantifiable scientific scale of charm... Uh, in a movie and we, we'll we we'll discuss it if you can find me the evidence Mr. Wizard. In the meantime in between time, Jason Teasley, why did you love this movie so much?
1: Because it is absolutely ridiculously fun I mean it, 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 and it honestly it gave me a chance to sit down and watch a horror movie with my daughter which is something that she has never done <laughs> But it was so cheesy and so and horrific. I don't even know if we can call it a horror movie because it was just... Whew, I can't wait to hear Robert talk about the CGI. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was just so bad that it didn't even bother her. She was making fun of how the zombies walked. Her and my wife were laughing it up how the zombies were moving. And just... it It kind of looked like... Downtown where I live is downtown Huntington, where you know the meth capital of the world right now. It looked like a typical Friday, Saturday night on Marshall's campus. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, but in all honesty, it was actually something that I got to enjoy with my daughter. It was, it gave her a little insight of a horror movie where she wouldn't be too scared because, like I said, I'm pretty sure she's a big. Almost as big as pansy as you, Mark. I don't not care a, what you say.
2: Not a pansy. Already proven myself. Don't need to prove any further.
1: No, no. Well, I can. I can, hold, hold, it, hold, it, hold on, hold on, Robert. Okay. I want. I want, I want to take your. I want to take your stance. You created a hurricane to get out of watching it.
2: I did not summon a hurricane, and I'm not. I, summoned, I am presently not summoning Dorian. I look. You can't That's prove the negative. Point. You cannot prove the negative. Moreover, <laughs> you did
3: not prove you're not a pansy. You simply presented evidence to the contrary the jury has not yet rendered its
1: verdict didn't you get scared wasn't you kind of scared watching the new trailer to it
2: I don't believe this podcast is about me and my aversion (laughs) to horror movies sir I believe you were invited on here (laughs) I believe you were invited on here to talk zombie tidal wave why don't you stay on topic dick
3: Because we have run out of counter counter arguments, let's change the subject.
1: But like I said, I mean it was something fun. I like I said, it would be a. It was something that I I figured me and you could share, Mark. Just have a good laugh. The fact that we get Robert on here and trying to keep his head from exploding talking about the horrible cgi and things don't work that way is just an added bonus
2: all right let me ask you some specific questions because that was a very broad overview or an overview about broads whatever you like let's let 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 me bring up something that you brought up and then i'll ask you some rather pointed questions jason you you, you said that your wife and your uh, mm-hmm. stepdaughter were um laughing at the way the zombies walked do they not have they not seen other zombie movies where zombies move in a in a deliberate kind of you know they're they're trying to get across this notion of they are the animated dead um, what what was the issue here and did you did you did you see their point of view or were like no 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 this is typical zombie shit here
1: um they don't watch horror movies okay. They have not. They have nightmares. I mean, my wife will watch horror movies like. She'll, she's more of the paranormal horror movie type person, not the kind of slasher and stuff. Uh, she loves The Conjuring. She's we've watched. We sat down and watched a marathon of all the Conjuring universe movies, and she really enjoyed that. And she likes that strange paranormal, but but surprisingly. She, Scream is the Scream series some of her favorite franchise but yet she claims not to like slasher movies I don't get it <laughs> but it, it's like a and it was a, a entry point that I can get my daughter to watch okay she now she's never seen she, a zombie movie before n- no the closest thing that she has seen to a zombie movie is the crackhead on Marshall Campus <laughs>
2: Did you which is actually much scarier? Did you just did you explain but, to her that first of all, after this, did you say if you like if you like that kind of zombie walking, you should see the thriller video? Were you a good dad, an appropriate father, and played for her Michael Jackson's Thriller?
1: No, I said if you like this zombie movie, let me introduce you to Dawn of the Dead.
3: <laughs> okay,
1: which, which hang on, which version? Which version? <laughs> the original. Good
3: okay. choice.
1: And to. To her chagrin, to my chagrin, she said at twelve year old, hell no. Which I kinda chuckled because she she was so adamant that she cussed in front of me inadvertently.
2: <laughs> okay, so horror uh, is uh, not her wheelhouse. Got it. <laughs> you know, if no, you want a zombie
3: movie to share with your child, I recommend train to Busan.
2: Well,
1: I tried to I suggested midnight meat train. I tried Suggested hostel. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Midnight Meat Train is not a
3: zombie movie.
1: No, I'm just saying. I'm talking horror movies in general. How much you, you recommend
3: it? Hang on, you recommend it Hostel to a 12 year old?
1: I didn't say I was winning Father of the Year.
2: <laughs> I'm taking you're my like daughter- not <laughs>
0: even
1: winning. You're not even winning custody at that point.
2: <laughs> hey, look, I'm taking my daughter, my eight year old daughter, to go see The Matrix this Sunday, provided. The, 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 hold the- on,
1: hold on. We have Mark here, uh, and who let Jonas watch Joey Ron's penis party.
2: That's true.
3: I gave him a mountain of crap for that, too.
1: Don't worry. <laughs> no, just, I mean, good company.
2: <laughs> by, the way, you well, know my, in- by the way, you know what my son said to me today? He says he changed his mind on what he wanted the theme for his sixth birthday party to be. He now wants it to be a Rocky-themed birthday. I've never uh, been prouder or happier as a father
1: did you, did you call Pat Mullen and say Pat we have succeeded
2: <laughs> I haven't had a chance yet we were, we were doing family fun time And stakes the size of heads tonight So I haven't had a chance So generally speaking when I'm out with my family I try not to be on messenger But um, okay, So, <laughs> so Jason um, did, you, did you find anything particularly funny Or out of the ordinary With the way the zombies were presented in this Other than they were toilet bowl blue well, that's
1: exactly what my wife said. My wife said they looked like they had, they was urinal cakes. They got <laughs> trapped. They was on a ship full of urinal cakes. Um, the fact that they were blue... I thought this was a Smurf movie for a little bit. Uh,
3: Ironically, not the worst Smurfs movie.
1: True. Um We It was just... the overacting I'm pretty sure the entire budget for actors was like (laughs) $2,500 and they shot this over a weekend um the the only more horrific acting I've ever seen is Eli Roth in Piranha 3DD um yeah that's the one where he gets his penis bitten off awesome it it's not awesome (laughs) <laughs> at all um but i mean it was just it was the overacting the the blue zombies the fact that n- the cgi was atrocious <laughs> i'm pretty su- i'm pretty sure that some like Kid in the middle of Iowa on his iPad made the
2: CGI for this. You didn't like the explosion at the end that produced oh so much purple drink, uh, pur- pur- purple drink exploding in the air. Mark, God. I, I I don't want to come down to Florida and kick you in the crotch, <laughs>
3: but I will.
1: Uh, it was it's horrible all the way around, and the fact that you see the 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 end has the vials washing up on there and dogs pick a uh, dog picks it up and carries it off so yes we're getting a zombie tidal wave too, and i'm
0: so stoked with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time
0: <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>
2: um, what did you think of Ian Ziering in this? Because I don't know how... I haven't seen all the Sharknado movies. I definitely saw the first one, um, which was a lot of him running around. I don't remember him necessarily being in a tremendous amount of like hand-to-hand action, you know, combat sequences. And I haven't seen the rest of the Sharknado movies, but this one there's a, there's a fair amount of him waving a machete around, or you know, large that, it can,
1: that has a that has a taser attached to it. Yes, that yes. does work.
2: I uh, I'm campaigning now for Ian Ziering to be cast as He-Man in the uh, Sony Mattel movie uh, that they're working on. Well, I know they've already. I, and, catch- a, and
3: after that bit of dialogue, you won't be alive by the time I get there because Pat is closer and he will find you and beat you to death.
2: <laughs> I'm all for Ian Zeering as, as He-Man at this point, with the amount of ni- the amount of knife wielding that was going on in this movie. But uh, what did you think of Ian Ziering's performance and his uh, his action sequences with these zombies that were only attacking one at a time?
1: Well, for one, I've never seen the Sharknado movie. I know it's surprising. I'm um going to marathon him over the long weekend. I believe.
2: Yeah. Did you know this was actually in the Sharknado cinematic universe?
1: Uh, it doesn't surprise me.
2: <laughs> There's uh, no
1: way that's true.
2: No, I swear to God.
1: <laughs> the way is... I feel, he he is he is very very fortunate that Beverly Hills 90210 came back, <laughs> where he would be, or this would be his legacy. Um, <laughs>
3: Let's be fair. It's still
1: his legacy. Well, neither one of is a good legacy to have. But. Also true.
2: But yeah, look it up, Robert. The Zombie Tidal Wave movie is in the Sharknado cinematic universe. I
3: absolutely will not dignify <laughs> that with a Google.
1: But uh, I mean, it was it was cheesy acting. Nobody could. Nobody took this serious. And it showed. Nobody watching us could take this serious. And it showed uh, the the fact that he was just Him in the final, you know, mega mega zombie crocodile killer croc hybrid there that he fought. You know the the stun gun finally works on. Was well, it was great. I mean, it was just. The epitome of cheesiness. Um,
2: I especially liked when he super when he Superman punched the one zombie. Oh,
1: um, <laughs> the the but but my favorite part of the movie, by all means, was the one legged zombie in the wheelchair that was <laughs> fastened in. Mark, you'll get this reference, Robert. I don't know if you do. Do you remember the mo- the old eighties movie, The Goalies?
2: The the ghoulies, yeah, yeah. I, I I remember the ghoulies. Yes,
1: it looked like a ghoulie that came to life as a zombie in the <laughs> wheelchair.
2: You're not wrong. You're you're definitely not wrong. Yet another That's, horror movie I've seen. By the way,
1: somehow he was green, not blue. Hmm. And I mean the the randomness, the overacting. I mean it was it was a fun movie. And I'm not saying as fun as a good movie. it was fun. And like I said, we should let's just go ahead and start campaigning him for he man. I'll get on board with you, Mark
2: right, you get on Twitter. let's get this going. Get this trending. Right, let's,
1: let's, let's, get, let's get
2: this trending. Okay
3: I swear on all that is holy and good in the world,
2: I will find you people, <laughs> and it will end badly. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with Robert. he just got a new belt. All right. Um, anything else, Jason? Anything? Any uh, any high points, low points, LOL points that you want to bring up before I uh, I shift the conversation?
1: Well, the 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 motorboat killing sequence was great. You oh know? Yeah.
2: yes, that was fantastic.
1: You know, everybody line up, and I'm going <laughs> to swing this this five horsepower motor around, and you just walk into it.
2: <laughs> well, they are zombies, after all
1: like I mentioned you know before we started recording the whole um, I want to sing to the zombies killing sequence was great
2: (laughs) the kid in the band when he gets out of the van and he goes rock and roll and he starts hitting the zombies with drumsticks was fucking phenomenal
1: yes I was getting ready to say that which was only only comparable to the drummer from Germany that just started welling on people with drumsticks (laughs) Um the fact that, you know, the generator I guess it was a generator was just conveniently it was a matter of convenience that things were just there. <laughs> um the the girl that gets bit on the boat her her acting when she became a zombie <laughs> was phenomenal. I mean it reminds me here we go. Get get your Ratley Bingo cards out. It reminded me of uh uh Alicia Fox when she went crazy.
2: Oh, when she was dumping Fanta on herself, the orange Fanta, yeah. which was the best yeah. moment in the history of wrestling.
1: It reminded me of if her back when, when that happened. It was just over the top, I'm crazy as I'm batshit crazy. <laughs> and the fact that she just kept following one person <laughs> And the fact that he says, I just don't want to tell her mom that she's a zombie.
3: <laughs> Doesn't he at one point say, don't you have anything better to do?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we can get everybody from the, the network to sit down and pin a better movie than this. <laughs> and it'd be better acted.
2: Uh, good stuff. But, All right
1: turn it back over to YouTube because I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just waiting for Mr. Wizard to tear this apart
2: well that's why he goes last let me, I, I don't have a tremendous amount to say, there were some I'm, I'm, a lot of what I'm going to say echoes my comments about the Banana Splits movie that Alexis and I reviewed yesterday which was uh, I was I laughed a lot through this, I expected to laugh at it I expected to see t- TV level gross kills, which is to say, ones that look horribly fake. But, you know, they're going for gory, but they're obviously models and uh, some degree of practical effects, but just not good ones. Like, I wasn't expecting things to look super realistic, and they don't. Um, I wasn't expecting Oscar caliber actor. There isn't. Uh, I was not expecting the plot to make a tremendous amount of sense. It doesn't. I was, however, expecting 90 minutes of of, of, of snappy one-liners and corny jokes and bad acting and, and terrible-looking kills that would just crack me up for the pure nonsense of it all. Which is basically what the Banana Splits movie was. This is right there in that same vein. The one thing I had a problem with, the one thing that I want to talk about before I pitch it over to Robert, is if you take away the title and the actual title wave that brings the zombies ashore, this is just your average shitty zombie movie. It it borders, you know, and, and again... Your, your mileage may vary on this. Robert's going to tell us about the quantifiable methods to, to measure charm in, in a few minutes. But for me, I think charm is extremely subjective. And it kind of depends on you personally, how, you know if, if it met the charm criteria for you. Um, but other than that, like I said, it's just a kind of run-of-the-mill survival zombie movie. It's Here's your zombies. Here's the people trapped on an island. What are they going to do? And it, it's kind of reminded me of Wes Craven's Swamp Thing in that it didn't know if it wanted to be an action movie or if it wanted to be a horror. It kind of blends the two together. Hence, Ian Zeering doing masterful sword work and Superman punching <laughs> and fist fighting with zombies through most of the movie. But the movie's called Zombie Tidal Wave. And much like the Sharknado movie... You're waiting to see the actual tidal wave event, and I remember, um, like, you know, in the news, we've had tsunamis in the, over the last twenty years, and we've actually had huge destructive uh, water events. And when it's over, like, the, the devastation that it causes is pretty severe. I would have liked them, and maybe this would have been a budgetary issue, and this is a made for sci-fi sci-fi schlock movie, so. I might have been asking for too much here, but I would have liked to have seen a real working, bustling, maybe like Hawaiian Island, and then when the title, and then so when the tidal wave hits it, give me an extended Roland Emmerich type wave of destruction and knock buildings over, crush houses, drown people really make, you know, this is what we all came to see, we didn't, you know, maybe some people tuned in because it's just another zombie movie, but I wanted to see a tidal wave hit this fucking island
3: the number of people still on the beach after being hit by a tsunami is uh, look, again, there's degrees to which, okay, my level of required realism is potentially irrational, I accept this people staying on a beach as a tsunami rolls in and then waking up on the beach
2: <laughs> but again I, I i'm not with you on that i want there to be no, an no, un unrest- no
3: no you have to be with me on that there's so much else i'm okay. i'm there's so much else i'm willing to go okay mark's okay with this no no this this is a this is a point that i just i cannot you have to be with me on the people should not be in the same... be within five feet of where they are
2: after being hit by a giant wall of water. Okay, h- hang on. Well, that part I'm fine with. Um, I'm not really going to argue the minutiae of where they should have landed when you're hit by, you know, tons of gallons of, uh, of ocean water. What I'm saying is, the, the, the main event of this movie is that tidal wave sequence. And I remember like I was kind of in and out of the movie. I was on my phone, I was distracted with stuff. I was returning phone calls, so I was kind of watching it with one eye and doing other stuff with my other eye. But I stopped everything to watch the tidal wave sequence, and I felt it was for the title of the movie extremely underwhelming like that should like whatever budget CG, whatever their budget was for the CGI should have been spent mostly on this, and I don 't feel like it lived up to its title i don 't feel like it lived up to its potential because even if you go past the no one should have been on the beach then show the tidal wave causing immeasurable destruction elsewhere on the island and keep going with it roll with this show people drowning show no- buildings being knocked over you know before you even get to the zombie part of it just the destructive nature of a tidal wave alone should have been and 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 maybe it was a tone thing they didn't really want to show the destruction of an actual tidal wave of that magnitude because this is supposed to be a fun zombie movie, but... It has
3: to be budget. Like, they just literally couldn't afford to show anything other than crappy set pieces.
2: But I, I just felt like, for a movie called Zombie Tidal Wave, you could have named this ham sandwich, you'd have gotten the same effect uh, for what they showed. And then, if you're, if you're going to then underwhelm me with the actual Tidal Wave event, what you did with the zombies wasn't fun either. They just—they're just kind of there, and they, you know, it kind of looks both funny and menacing at the same time. Then the wave hits, and there's kind of a lot of nothing going on, and then everything just kind of stops, and then it's just a regular zombie movie. Like, I wanted to see zombies going through windows, <laughs> you know? Like, make make something of this. This should have been a visual, uh, a visual experience of if you're going to call your movie Zombie Tidal Wave show the waves carrying the zombies doing all the other things i said before and instead it just just kind of drops a handful on the beach and we're like all right we're done now <laughs> the event the event has passed let's let's move to the next part of the movie which is but just But there's that great around. shot
3: of the second zombie tidal wave coming in that then nothing develops out of
2: right um so for the, so whereas Ian Ziering superman punching and waving a sword around is fun Bad acting is fun um them deci- the, the zombies not really uh following any rules of any any consistent rules of zombies. sometimes they walk fast, sometimes they walk slow <laughs> sometimes they're trying to eat your brain sometimes they 're just trying to bite you i like it's fine no one knows how no one writing this movie really knows how to write a zombie movie got it um i'm willing to just kind of play with my phone and watch this passively and have fun with it um but uh but yeah my my major problem was they they mi- they missed the target on the tidal wave sequences, so that's it. other than that it was it was one of these things where I knew I was going to have fun talking about it with Jason. Now, here's Robert to take the fun out of the uh, the fun and the air out of the room. Robert okay, nothing in
3: this movie. <laughs> just nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing is good or enjoyable by almost all appreciable standards of quality and humanity (laughs) and decency (laughs) Um, okay let's just start with the acting because that's been touched on briefly it's terrible Um, Ian Ziering has one
2: face and one face only and one tone Like, you notice that he never changes his his tone at all. He's just sort of deadpan through the whole thing.
3: Yes, I very much noticed that. His physical acting skills are non-existent. I don't know what stunt double they had to do a few of those fight scenes for him, but God bless that poor man, because he had to look worse, because it had to be believable as something Ian Zarin could do. Uh, It's awful. And the zombies look comical and I don't mean that in even like the loosest of enjoyably comical senses some of them have barnacles, some of them don't, some of them are blue some of them only have blue on their faces there's no real adherent there's no establishment or adherence to any sort of criteria for the zombies and their behavior
2: yeah I mentioned that
3: which is so profoundly stupid. And for a, uh, hang on, for a very specific reason. Zombies can do anything. At this point, we have established in our, the, our, in our ability to enjoy zombie movies, we accept all kinds of zombies slow zombies, fast zombies, undead zombies, hypnotized zombies any number parkour zombies
2: (laughs) not a joke actually a thing I I know it's funny that you brought that up and again you can do anything
3: it just has to be a bit you just have to establish what it is and then stick to it and we'll all go along for the ride when you have none of that it just comes across as beyond lazy which is what we get here we don't have any even enjoyable really enjoyable kills again much as there is some like quasi hilarity to be had from guy playing a ukulele on top of a van to distract zombies even his death it, like there's no and I get it I, it made for TV so there's not going to be a tremendous amount of gore factor okay but the number of times they have someone going, okay, bite someone near the neck, but for the love of all that's holy, totally, don't get near the pressurized valve we're going to release for blood. So the blood now doesn't even look like it's remotely coming out of the area you're biting. Which is a pretty. which happens frequently.
2: The CGI is abysmal. Again, I mean, are, did you have a major problem with all that so much grape drink exploding in the air at the end? I can tell you
3: why I think I can tell you what it is. I think it's meant to be the remnants of whatever chemical they had that they that started the whole thing, just being down there and then being blown
2: up. Because what? it's but why was it deep purple then? I don't know. It's cholid. I I've made that joke. Because it's the aid
3: Because the zombies are blue, therefore whatever turned them into zombies has to be blue.
1: I don't know. (laughs) But they were kind of like, some were blue, some were gray, some were purple. Like, it was like the damn Crayola box.
3: Look, Look, the poor makeup artist, and there was only one, only had so much of each color. Um, hang on. Okay, let's just talk about the tidal wave itself for a second. Because you can actually look up what a tsunami looks like. Mark mentioned we've seen several. Most of them have been recorded to one degree or another. You can actually see what a genuine wall of water like that looks like as it crashes into the surface. It looks absolutely nothing like the really big surf wave they tried to depict here.
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nothing like it.
3: The people still on the beach after being hit by this. Again, if you've seen the tsunami come up, it's a giant wall of water. It's a, It's just a tremendous amount of displaced material that is being forced in a specific direction and it you're not going to be in the same spot you're going to get shoved a long ways away there would be no one on the beach none no one let's also talk about how apparently the a key component of the zombies functioning the way they did was amount of was an amount of phosphorus <laughs> that was the best. Oh well, that explains why they're blue. A, no, it doesn't. <laughs> B, if there's a phosphoric component, that probably means they're very susceptible to fire, and would then self-immolate. But hey, I've only got you know a high school education in chemistry. If that, I've got
2: that. You've got that. I, I thought you were talking about the filmmakers. Okay, no,
3: no, they have none. <laughs>
2: These morons didn't graduate anything. <laughs> Do you really think anyone watching this movie cares about any of the scientific doodah in this movie? You mean any- anyone besides me? Yeah, probably not. Okay, just wondering.
3: Look, this isn't me screaming. I am not the voice of the people here. Okay,
2: I am the <laughs> voice of me. I, I just, I, I felt it needed to be asked out loud for our audience. Please continue.
3: Well then, hey, use it as a teachable moment so you can actually learn something
2: about the natural world around you. Do you really think anyone listening to this podcast wants to learn anything?
3: I don't know. I genuinely don't. So, any, anyone out there, if you are listening to some of these podcasts for a, a minor bit of edification, tell Mark he's wrong.
2: You really think anyone listening to this podcast knows what edification means? Go on, just, yes. just continue talking.
3: No, 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 yes, that one I will. <laughs> that one I will stump for our audience, such as it is. Good for you.
2: They know what edification means. David Tennant has a podcast. Go on.
3: Of course he does.
2: I'm sure it's full of nothing,
3: much like the majority of his career. Uh, Their plan to deal with the zombies is the worst. (laughs) Hey, I know what we'll do. We'll lure all the zombies on this island Apparently there's less than 20 Into these pools of water on the beach Where a power line is conveniently fallen into Then we'll switch the power grid back on From a single junction box (laughs) And we'll electrocute them Because phosphorus conducts electricity and that will stop all the zombies. At the same time, we're going to blow up a sunken boat that is apparently the cause of all of this to begin with somehow. <laughs> and that I like, and I like the fact that you're having done. such
2: a problem with this that your voice is actually cracking as you talk about this. Like it's driven you to the like it's driven you to the uh, edge of insanity.
3: Look, I live on the edge of insanity. I'm just better at keeping it under wraps most of the time. Mm -hmm. Second, their plan is stupid. The action such as it is is beyond stupid. The acting is horrible. The CGI is horrible. I couldn't even get into this as an enjoyable B-movie. It's
2: so bad. Come on. The part where him and the doctor lady are fighting back to back and throwing one zombie at a time into the wood chipper was the best right jason did we fucking lose jason he has decided to save himself from the horror of this well i think he had some stuff going on in the background and he muted his mic but jason you there Okay, Jason agrees with me, whether he says so or not. Jason has he, Jason has left the po- Ay, he's back. He does not agree with you on this. Jason, you there? Oh my god! All right. Anyway, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Them throwing the zombies okay. one at a time into the wood chipper was like the best part of the movie, right?
1: It it, it was pretty good. It reminded me of you know Fargo, you know. Back no, 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 no!
3: Do not compare a great movie to this in any way, shape, form. Or I
1: actually. said that scene, the wood chipper scene. It, it gave a nod to Fargo. It's just a little nod. Why That's does that some, guy
3: even have a wood chipper on his property?
2: Because he's got a because chip- who, cause he's got gardening going on. He's got a chip wood. Yeah, who
1: doesn't need a wood chipper? Is a better I've got, question.
2: I've got a wood chipper, not Why'd that size. Why do I, I have, a, have a wood chipper? Because I have a giant tree in my backyard that I have to trim. So I, you know, so instead of having to carry these huge uh, tree limbs out to the front or tie them up or whatever or hack them up into smaller pieces and throw them in a bag, I put them in the wood chipper and then I put them in the bag. See.
1: And fair he enough. gets mulch. He gets mulching. Has a beautiful landscape at his home.
2: None of that's true, but yeah. Well, fair I was enough.
1: Trying to
3: Okay also there's an entire scene that this movie would have been better off without. It's where they actually try to explain
2: things. Ah, yes, the exposition dump please do, do go through this and do, cause I can do a plot synopsis because why um, <laughs> I, yeah there is no plot. no plot um but if you could explain to the audience what qualified it as an exposition dump here, I'm sure people would love to hear why the zombies were blue in the first place,
3: okay. The exposition dump occurs when the island's chief of police decides he must unburden his guilty soul. Well,
2: he's been bitten by a zombie as part of it.
3: And he decides to confess to the few remaining survivors what's actually going on. A big pharmaceutical company, because all evils of the world are based around them, apparently, came to this tiny island. They're somewhere off the coast of Thailand, I think. They're in you know that, that Southeast Asia area and wanted to begin conducting human trials on their drug away from the prying eyes of the FDA which is the notion that the FDA is even remotely competent enough to stop you from doing human trials <laughs> on a drug is the is the least believable thing about this movie
2: can i i'm going i'm going to admit something it might make you look at me differently but uh i was told you know, i had to wait a full 8 weeks after i got my car t To drive and the reason I got and and the reason I got told that is because it is an FDA mandate and I'm not gonna lie I've driven I drove today and I've driven once or twice a week since I've been home Uh, the FDA has absolutely no enforcement arm no one can stop me I, I, I basically had to be honest and I decided I'm not showing any symptoms I haven't since this started I wasn't gonna be I wasn't bothering so yeah the FDA can't enforce shit let alone what we're talking about here
3: the FDA for the last like 15 years has been a fundamentally broken, bloated bureaucratic agency that does not actually serve the purpose it's intended to serve. It's in desperate need of being just removed. And if you want to have something of a similar – if you want to have something similar to it in place, fine. But, it's, but the current application of that theory is just the worst. The yeah. FDA is terrible. Yes. Almost as bad as the EPA for a variety of reasons. Go on. So, anyway, they show up and they start human trials on their anti-aging medication. I'm shocked they didn't get Diego Sanchez in here for a cameo. And, but apparently, oh no, uh, it it should not have been tested on humans because now we have zombies. And for some reason, our our motley cavalcade of survivors at this point is... Ian Jaring doing his best Jai Courtney impression, that is to say, flat.
2: Hang on, you missed an important detail here. So, they were working on a de-aging drug, but they weren't working on a de-aging drug. Hey, I'm real... getting to that. Oh, okay. You let I'm, me... I'm sorry. You... Go ahead.
3: So, again, our Molly crew of survivors is Ian Jaring's doing his best flat Jai Courtney impression, who has no interest in this other than boy, I got away from all those tornadoes full of sharks and now I got zombies, yay me (laughs)
1: um,
3: the chief of police, a quasi-paranoid schizophrenic dude who, no one ever really explains who or what he is or how he got the way that he did um, old black man chief of police's daughter Ian Ziering's sort of love interest and her daughter. Now, Ian Ziering's love interest is a doctor. And somehow, despite having a person with documented mental health issues, uh, even he does not leap to the conclusion, no, they were actually trying to make zombies the the entire time. (laughs) But our good doctor, no, They meant to make zombies, because bioweapons are worth more than anti-aging. Well, yeah, because anti-aging is generally a crock of shit. And biological warfare is a real thing. This, it's just so badly written. It's so profoundly stupid. And somehow, it takes what is already an unbelievably bad movie... And the fact that anyone even thought to try and write out exposition for it
2: <laughs> makes the entire exercise even more laughably bad. So I wrote you online and I asked you like, because we're all because they do the exposition jump almost at the end of the movie, which I thought was a little weird. And I said, and so at the time before I even saw the part, I wrote you on Messenger and I said, do they ever explain what the blue mist was in the water or why these were zombies in the first place? And I'm wondering now if they if the movie would have been better off going it's a mystery. Like like they just they just existed, and let's get to the fun stuff and let's not bother explaining anything because no explanation will be good enough.
3: Probably, and if I might, in that same vein, offer up one of my favorite B movies by way of example, uh, the movie Tremors. There's actually not a horror movie. There's actually a sequence where the three main characters, while stranded on rocks, trying to avoid being eaten by the underground worms, speculate they, and they hit the three big B-movie explanations for... If you go historically, there's three reasons monsters show up in B-movies. Uh, the government did it. <laughs> They're older than time or they're from outer space. And our th- and each of our three main characters loosely speculates that this is what it is. this is where these creatures come from. And they're just killing time and then they immediately go back about the business of survival and it's genuinely a great thing to just go, you know what? No. We don't need the totality of backstory about these. And again, in this instance You're only getting by to the extent that you are on the supposed charm of bad acting in a stupid premise that you're just hoping everyone has enough buy-in when they sit down to watch it to go along with you. Then you actually try to pretend you wrote something, and you just ruin everything. It it was beyond stupid. The final sequence, and this is where we once again regain the stupidity. (laughs) They sink an anchor wrapped in copious amounts of C4 to blow up the ship that the evil pharmaceutical company had sunk that contained all of their test subjects. Because apparently enough high explosives will solve the problem. I mean, I'm not opposed to that philosophy generally, but it's, uh, it's, again, wildly inconsistent about what actually works on the zombies and what doesn't. They apparently have enough C4 which is the most hilariously bad C4-looking thing you could ever get, <laughs> that it spawns a... This would be the third large wave to hit this small island and is met in the same day. Uh, again, the, the CGI for this explosion looks awful. You could get stock footage of the <laughs> Navy testing underwater uh, explosives and it would look better than this. Just file footage. Free to the public. But no. But no. The wave then again crashes onto land. Ian Ziering winds up taking the full brunt of it in the face, and then about two minutes later, when he shows back up, dries a bone.
1: (laughs) Because continuity doesn't matter.
3: No. Uh, This... Again, this is just the worst. Nothing in this movie. And, okay, can I also say, I think half of the actors in this movie were members of the band that provided the soundtrack. <laughs> which is the worst.
2: I was quite enjoying the uh, shitty rock and roll music in the background. When, I'm sorry, when he's riding the go-kart crossed with a scooter, and he's got the radio playing, I was digging it. I was enjoying myself. Mark... Ska music has never made
3: anything better in the entirety of human history.
2: Ska music is fantastic. No, it is not. Uh, Mighty, mighty, Boston's. Mighty, mighty, Boston's. Stop it.
3: (laughs) Uh, Again, yeah, no, nothing in this movie is remotely even, like, I got through this movie with judicious use of the fast-forward function. Like, oh, I know what's happening here. Skip.
2: Yeah, you're and... spoiling the movie for me. Oh boo hoo.
3: <laughs> this wasn't supposed to we weren't supposed to be watching it together at the same time. Uh yeah, this no. Nothing about this. Alexis, I am glad you saved yourself from having to watch this movie. So
2: whatever. So my <laughs> Boo this man. Um so No no, he... I do not deserve a boo this man for that. You're so, getting x pot <laughs> that is not true at all so, so here's my question um do you only really have one <laughs> uh, actually, I don't think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think i'm I think i'm trying to search for a transition, and I really don't have one okay um so i oh now I remember what I was going to ask you so you said there was a quantifiable charm uh, charm uh, quantifiable charm uh measurement uh, charm that's the word i'm looking for
3: there was a metric for it yes I yes, believe
2: charm okay would, I, I need you to just spend a minute and only a minute explaining what that is where it's found we need to talk about this because I don't believe it exists I'd rather do that as a separate podcast I don't want to be here any longer talking about this <laughs> <laughs> alright and the first the first time ever on a podcast with you you're tapping out got it terrific Jason any final words on this masterpiece of cinematic goodness
1: I just can't wait to zombie title wave 2 Ah. Uh and three and four and five
2: we need here's the problem we need this island to be just overrun by sharks and zombies and whatever else they can throw at it I don't see why we can't have dragons
1: I I would be I'd be happy with like Cabin of the Woods mashup where everything just appears on the island yeah sharks zombies
2: uh or uh, giant uh, goblins spiders goblins yeah. yeah giant spiders Put whole... all of
1: them. Hell, throw Godzilla in there Or <laughs> something similar Make it Skull Island That's where they're at <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the premise of this Hang on, let's, let's I, I think we need to pitch The next Ian Ziering, uh project Which is that They don't know it's Skull Island When developers land there And start building a resort Huh? Come on, come on. you know you're with me on this, right? So, uh, I'm, I'm following you. Okay, so developers uh, go to this island, which they don't know is Skull Island. They start building like a sandals there for people. They get it up, they get it operational. They start, now it's busy. Now they got to expand it. They happen to have expanded it into an area where there are giant whatevers. And so they, those things come up, and because those things come up, God, uh King Kong comes out of the comes out of the thing because King Kong comes out of the thing then Godzilla shows up and because Godzilla shows up Mothra, giant spiders, they all start converging on this place and so left and right Ian Zeering is having to fight monsters. Yeah, okay,
1: that? okay. Okay, Ian Zeering's working at the Margaritaville that just opened.
2: Yes, yes, he's working at Jimmy Buffett's.
1: And and the only thing that he has is a pull cue and a ukulele.
2: <laughs> and the ukulele no, here's the thing. He keeps he keeps hitting things with ukuleles. Like he's always finding a ukulele around and he's elkabonging like monsters. Yes. Yes. Oh.
1: He he is elkabong. That he, could be the character. He's elkabong.
2: I don't think they, I don't think they can do that. Um I don't know. I mean, if we don't have
1: to use the name; everybody will know.
2: <laughs> Does he have the mask? Does and, he have the mask and the hat? Because I feel like that's over the, the cape. top.
1: Oh,
2: okay. And, and the cape. Maybe and hang on. Maybe, showdown, but, this, maybe this occurs on Halloween night. This all starts to happen, and that's his costume, but he never takes it off.
1: And since the zombies are phosphorus, they
2: glow. <laughs> right, because there's also zombies here. Um
1: and the well, final showdown is Godzilla, King Kong and El Kabong on a, a volcano.
2: Yes. Absolutely. I uh, hate you both so much <laughs> right now. I,
1: but, I, was waiting to, I was waiting to see how long Robert let us go with Ian, this idea. Oh, no, I was going to let you pitch that all the way through.
3: Ian Ziering, with
2: the pitch. Ian Ziering has a magic ring that makes him giant so that he can fight King Kong and Godzilla, but, he, but it's caking over his mind, and so the reason why they're at the volcano is because he's trying to convince himself to get rid of the ring before he turns evil.
1: And and a giant eagle brings in reinforcements.
2: Yes, yes, they can't get to the island because of storms surrounding it because it's actually in the Bermuda Triangle. So instead, they get giant eagles to transport military into this. Into this. and they use the giant eagles to get people off the island.
1: And giant eagles dropping Humvees and stuff. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. yes, I'm, but
1: there's I'm board.
2: but there's giant and, bats that keep fighting and, with the giant eagles.
1: And in the Humvees, you have Dwayne Johnson, Jason (laughs) Statham, John Cena, and Channing Tatum, all comprising members of GI Joe.
2: I feel no. Hang on, I'm not. Let's 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 dial this back a second. First of all, they'd be the A team. Second of all, (laughs) I I don't know if The Rock and Jason Statham are too big for this project that we're pitching for a sci-fi movie. But so maybe two different uh, action stars that are more. TV-ready than, than Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. John Cena and... Who, who else is in the truck? Who was the other well, one? We again? had
1: Jason Statham, Rock, Channing Tatum. Channing because, Tatum. You know, he... Yeah,
2: he's fine. Um, he's, he's not doing anything. So Channing... Look, if you want to cheap the Rock knockoff, you can
3: always get Roman Reigns and just give him no speaking lines.
2: Perfect. Um, so Roman Reigns is there. And, and Oh, and The Miz. Okay. Now we've got it. Uh, so why don't we just fill the whole fucking car up with wrestlers? Let's John Cena, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, and this Roman is all, no, no, no.
3: You can only do that if the car immediately blows up upon landing.
2: <laughs> well, maybe. Um, but we, but but because we got we got Ian Ziering working at Margaritaville, we have to get the we have to get the whole sound thing soundtrack by Jimmy Buffett. Like I, oh, I, I, No, no,
3: you would wind up spending the entire budget on the Jimmy Buffett soundtrack at that point. Let's well,
2: imagine I, Ian Ziering driving spend,
1: a... We didn't spend money elsewhere. Nowhere so, else have we spent money in this movie.
2: Okay, so Ian Ziering is driving a Jeep, and he's being chased by all manner of monster, set to Cheeseburger in Paradise. What do you think?
1: Or, or he's driving toward the Margaritaville, listing the Margaritaville.
2: I mean, I think you can do both These are all great ideas And I think that uh, we should be contacted uh, We should at least get Executive producer titles on this masterpiece
1: I mean It would be at least on par With Zombie Title Wave
2: I think it's much better than Zombie Title Wave What do you think, Robert? I'm going to give you the last word here I think It would take a concerted
3: effort To make something worse than Zombie
1: Title Wave <laughs> We may have come close here <laughs> we've got a budget of a million dollars. That's it.
2: <laughs> God. <laughs> um. Okay. I think we've we've beat the silly out of this movie and and so, stop killing it. It's already dead. So speaking of stop killing it, it's already dead. Jason, do whatever plugs you do.
1: Um. Uh, you can find me over on the W two M network. Where. Uh, so oh, hang be, on, I need
3: to ask you this, because you, you do the football stuff.
1: Yes, so, I do the football stuff.
3: So weigh in, football. weigh in for me, if you would, on Andrew Luck's rather sudden retirement.
2: Really? We're going to do this now?
3: I think 50 I words or less. Shut up, Mark. I listened to you guys pitch wrestlers in a Jeep for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> he, can do, he can do a 50 words or less thing on this.
1: I I support his decision. He did it for his own health and mental well being. I mean, if if he would he would have been get went into CTE and been brain dead or crippled, everybody would have said he should have walked away. while he could? He walked away on his own terms. It was for his mental health and his physical well being. So I'm I don't hate him for it. I hate the fact that in a draft I drafted him. The, the Two days before he retired But hey I understand
2: So what it happens tra- to your draft pick now Do you get to pick somebody else or Are you no, I had, stuck I with a guy who isn't somebody. playing
1: I had to pick Somebody off I got somebody off the waiver wires
2: Okay So I have a, I have a more important question for you Jason. Also hang
1: on hang on in the same
3: vein Serious question how inept is the Colts head office that they took a potential All-time great quarterback like Andrew Luck And did that to his career
1: well, I mean, the front.
3: Uh, uh, that man never had an offensive line.
1: No, he did. He never had an offensive line. He really didn't have a running game. Uh, he had a huge legacy to feel coming in behind Peyton. Uh, he lived up to most of the hype, but I mean, they just never addressed giving him protection and. You know it led to his breakdown now the rumor is you can believe what you want is he's going to be in the front office of the XFL considering his dad is the chairman
2: okay that actually hey, brings, nepotism that that actually brings me to my next question, Jason, so I know. You're in the podcast game. And for some odd reason, you like a whore, you stand on a corner waiting to be called instead of just, you know, unlo- un- with the exception of tonight, actually pitching ideas. So um, I'm pulling up to you on the corner. I see that you've pulled your skirt up and your leg is out. I'm going to... be a
1: long time. Five dollars. Sucky, sucky.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Um, I'm looking for a back alley blowjob here in the-, in the form of an XFL podcast. What do you think?
1: Ah. Uh- you know, I, I could if, I mean I couldn't do it by myself, but I mean hell, I'll give it a. Mark I, will watch I, the I've XFL. Got, <laughs> I, if if nothing else, I've got a guy that would probably do the podcast with me.
2: Yeah, if you can. One
1: condition if, on what? There's one condition.
2: Okay, I'm not paying you. We, we do it inebriated. Yeah, I please. If you could be high and fucked up, that that's fine. Um, he he will be high. I will be drunk. Yeah, that's perfect. Um I don't think anybody should watch the XFL on clear air. But here's the thing. So you need to you need to record your podcast and either send it, send the audio to me or send it to Jesse and we'll put it up for you. You just record it whenever and send me the audio. Can you do that?
1: I will I will I I'll touch base with him as we are speaking right now as I'm doing my plugs. Okay. So as far as plugs go, um, you just heard it here. Uh, I, I, I've I've been <laughs> poured out yet another one. The prodigal son is coming home. Uh, where I got my podcasting start.
2: Yeah. Now stop uh, crying. I don't ask you to do shit.
1: Well, you might <laughs> ask me to leave again.
2: Uh, I asked you to leave the first time. fuck face Jesus Christ! You
1: said it's like Teasley. Uh, you know you. I I got I made a superstar out of Jesse. You didn't need Teasley anymore.
2: None of these things are true. Much like I am not a pansy. Move on. I'm, I'm
3: yeah, pretty I sure I re- hang on. No, no. no. <laughs> I distinctly recall that conversation, Mark, where you said Jason was the Marty Jannetty
2: to Jesse's <laughs> HBK. You, I, I, you, Winfrey, are a fucking troublemaker.
1: I mean, You're just you now realizing this.
2: Quit stirring the pot, asshole! You finish your plugs. We we'll need to get out of here before tomorrow, before Dorian hits. Uh, so, well, wait, we'll be doing commentary <laughs> as you're in the middle of a hurricane. No, the hurricane's not coming to like the middle of the week.
1: Uh, that would be like us watching crawl all over again. But anyway, you can find me over on the W two M network, uh, where I host, uh, where I'm part of the roundtable right of, of the kickoff. And Mark, this pitch would be a new idea. Uh, I'm gonna, f- I want to follow the path, and probably you'll see me back here on the. Really Jim broadcasting network drunk and acting a fool talking about ridiculous football. I think yes. it should be a fun.
2: I look I look forward to your drunken ramblings about terrible football. I that's it's what this network was built on. It's what this network is about. Um Robert, go ahead and plug your uh plug your stuff.
3: Well, starting in about 5 hours will be UFC on ESPN plus 15, the UFC's return to mainland China. And uh, we're already down a fight. So there's that. And I will be covering that whole event from start to finish in the MMA zone of 411mania.com. Stop by, say hello. It's a long, cold night. I'd like to get at least as many people... To stop by is stop by for poor Larry Zonka's coverage of Impact Wrestling.
2: In addition to doing written coverage, he will also be doing live alternate commentary with me. It's me. It's me. It's DDP. On, uh, is it pronounced Zhang or Zhang? Uh, that would be Wei Li Zhang.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, con draws and Wei Li Zhang as they battle for the women's strawweight title. Wei Zhang totally not getting this shot just because she's the highest ranked Chinese female fu- Chinese fighter in any given division, and we want to stoke nationalism.
2: Not is, at all. Is she a Chinese Chinaman?
3: You'd think the name would have given it away. <laughs> yes, she's. And in all fairness to her, she's. I'm in all seriousness, very very bright prospect, but this is absolutely a, in my estimation a bridge too far for her at this junction of her career especially given how she matches up particularly against Jessica Andrade because Jessica Andrade is a tank uh, the rest of that card is kind of yeesh um, again there's a handful of the co-main event's good Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos is going for his like 8th consecutive win at Welterweight and he's still only ranked number 14 But hey, we gotta have Robbie Lawler and Rafael dos Anjos ranked higher than him. Not how this works, you bunch of moronic DJs who contribute to these rankings. (laughs) Just none of them. Bunch of idiots. So, co-main event's pretty solid. Other than that, eh, if you can dig deep, and you've seen a few of these people, you might recognize a few names to potentially be excited about. But, you have to be like me, or... You know, Grabaka Hitman, <laughs> or someone who just watches a lot of this stuff to really be aware of them. So, anyway, Mark and I will talk about stuff through the main event. We'll post the audio after the fact because we don't want to do it live, given that there's significant portions where I have to listen and Mark can't, then couldn't be able to talk. And there's just a bunch of downtime, so it won't line up exactly one to one, but pretty close. So, you can tune into that after the fact if you want to listen to me being unbelievably punchy and caffeinated. Mm-hmm. Having put myself earlier in the day through this train wreck of an experience, going into that potential train wreck of an experience, uh, yeah, should be somewhat amusing. This Tuesday, Mark Radlich and I will be having a TV party for season three of Hannibal. I miss that show. I just, I do. I miss that show. It's a good show. Um we'll be so we'll be talking about season three, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, etc., etc. And let me think uh what else do we have coming up this week, Mark, since you know a lot.
2: Okay, Buckwheat. Here's what's going on. Um as uh, we've already talked about the Andrade versus uh ding ding dang dang dong ding dong. Look, just uh,
3: just pick a way to pronounce it, and you stick with how you're going to do it.
2: That's all I asked. I'm going with Zhang Okay. Uh, September is onslaught month. Could not
3: possibly be worse than Mike Goldberg trying to pronounce any names
2: that weren't that. Trying to speak English (laughs) words. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of coming to speaking of coming to work drunk, Um, we've got onslaught month (laughs) all month long. He works Uh, at
3: Bellator. It is actually part of his contract at this point.
2: So, so starting September second, every Monday is Onslaught slot uh, for the fo- for the three weeks following that. Robert mentioned the Hannibal season three; it's the last of that podcast. Uh, that same day, myself, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, and Mister Toxic Masculinity, Pat Mullen, will review New Japan Pro Wrestling, Royal Quest, NXT UK uh, Car- Takeover Cardiff, uh, and that's in Wales, <laughs> in Wales, Africa. And no. Wales is a country, you heathen. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a Jesse and I joke. We, we've decided that Wales is in Africa. You um, are the worst. We are terrible people. And AEW All Out, which are all happening this weekend, so we'll line them up and knock them down for you. Um, if you're not watching Wu-Tang, an American dynasty on Hulu, then you can check out X-Men Legacy Volume 2, Invasive Exotics. But... I highly suggest finding time for both. Watch Wu-Tang and American Dynasty on Hulu, and then listen to our podcast, or vice versa, however you like it. Um, that next Or don't thing-
3: watch anything on Hulu, because Hulu is terrible.
2: Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. I'll tell you that right now. I um, am prepared to vehemently disagree with you on that point. <laughs> Shut up! Um, Jesse and I will be reviewing Season 3 of Legion, and... <laughs> Like, the first time in two weeks, I fucking have a day off from podcasting, yay me, until somebody pitches me something, and I, like a whore, never say no. Wait, Um, wait, which day would this be? Friday, September 6th, assuming that I'm not trying to dig out of a hurricane. Uh, much as I would love to pitch you something, I think I'm
3: covering... Impact? Yeah, there's a bunch of... hang on. The 6th, 13th, and 27th of September I will be covering Impact Because there's just a lot of wrestling And Larry Zonka God bless him is only one man <laughs>
2: um, However I'm throwing my wife out of the house On September 7th So that uh, I can be alone with Robert And we can cover UFC 242 Khabib versus Poirier In Abu Dhabi Daba. Remember
3: that does have an earlier For the record Remember that has an earlier
2: start time Yeah, it's like 2 o'clock I know.
3: Yeah, it's it's main it's prime time in Abu Dhabi.
2: Yes, um, but it's two o'clock here in the United States, uh, so that's why I'm throwing my wife out of the house in the middle of the day. Uh, we'll be reviewing it chapter two on September 10th. Kill Waiting
3: Switch, for Mark to find a way out of it.
2: Kill Switch engage Atonement on September 11th. Shira season three on September 12th. Nothing on the 13th, thank God, but myself and Pat Mullen are going to do a watch-along for Bloods- Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 2, now no longer featuring Dean Ambrose. And that's enough for me, thanks. Dean Ambrose is dead. That's enough for me, thanks. I'm driving. I want to thank Jason Teasley for uh, pitching this idea tonight. We had a lot of fun talking about it. It's fun to just kind of kick things around, you know, and you know, not necessarily dissect the hell out of it, just kind of have fun watching it and talking about it and then listen to Robert suck the fun out of the room. That's what we're all about, folks, sucking the fun out of the room. Hey, I have a
3: lot of fun doing that. So
2: if if (laughs) I'm
3: gaining fun, is that actually removing fun from the equation? Is this a net thing? Uh,
2: No, I I believe it's sort of a circular. So wherever the fun goes, it's still present. (laughs) Uh, For the aforementioned Mr. Wizard, Robert Winfrey, this has been TV Party Tonight. Be well, be safe, and behave. (laughs) Everybody, I really do hope you love the Rattalusion Broadcasting Network. Did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds oh, when's the Dark Crystal review? But it's true. We just discovered this free new app called Podcoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works: you listen to podcasts and you earn Podcoin while you listen. Then you turn that podcoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks, or if you're a good person, you could even donate that podcoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android and have and I have a special code for you. Simply use our code MarkWed5. That's capital M A R K W E D five. Capital M A R K. W-E-D-5 Markwed5 And you'll get 300 PodCoin Just for signing up And if you listen to enough of us On there You can get a cappuccino at Starbucks Or an Amazon gift card on us So go ahead and go listen to this podcast Or virtually any podcast On PodCoin And sign up with code Markwed5 I swear it'll change the way You listen the podcast.